Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up? What's up? What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Today is Monday, October the 19th. We are back in the studio rocking and rolling for episode 63. I am certainly looking forward to this solo round with just you and I. So before we get into that, I want you to go back, make sure that you checked out last week's episode. We had Autumn Tolly Jackson on there. Man, listen, she dropped so many gems, so much wisdom. And her story was filled with so much resilience. To be honest with you, I really admire her ability and her strength to go on. Go back, check that episode out. It's on YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, anywhere you can listen to podcasts is certainly available. And while you're there, hey, why not subscribe, leave a review, share a comment, let us know how you're feeling, how you're liking the episodes. We truly do appreciate that. So I want to thank our sponsors, BetterHelp. They are an online counseling organization. They offer us the opportunity to have therapy sessions one-on-one from the privacy of our home, text message, video chat, phone call, whatever is going to be comfortable for you, they offer that option. And they do not allow you to use your insurance. However, it is affordable, average about $65 per week. And when you use my link, trybetterhelp.com forward slash the grief bully, you will receive 10% off. Again, that's trybetterhelp.com forward slash the grief bully. If you are going through a difficult time, not sure where to turn to or reach out, they are a phenomenal option for you. So again, thank you to our sponsors, BetterHelp. Listen, I want you guys to text me, like hit me up literally directly. Send me a message, get a part, get with us and become a part of the Blue Heart Text Gang. Send me a text right now, actually, 856-341-9950. Let's chat. I would love to hear from you. Send me a text. Let me know you heard about it on the show. Introduce yourself, and let's go from there. Again, the Blue Heart Text Gang, 856-341-9950. So listen, I've had a guest last week. I'm excited to be here with you today. A more shorter form, but I think... What I realized is that we have a lot of great conversations. I have a lot of guests on that share their story and their grief journey with us. And sometimes I think I overlook just small tactical information that can be very beneficial to us on the grief journey. And so what I did was took a little time to do a little research and just look up some some useful information, some tools, just, just a few small nuggets that I think you'll be able to put in your pocket carry it with you on your journey, and most importantly, also offer and share it with someone else. So I do want to shout out to Vitas Healthcare because this is where I was able to get some of this information from. And they're near and dear to my heart because they actually were the hospice company that conducted my father's end-of-life care. And so anytime I see any literature from them, I know that it is going to be accurate on point and awfully beneficial because today they actually to date I'm sorry still send me literature out to my home every once in a while just just giving some useful information for me which I do appreciate sometimes if I'm being honest 
it is a reminder that I'm not necessarily looking forward to when you check your mail and you just get some mail from hospice. It kind of, not kind of, it definitely reminds me of a time that I don't always enjoy thinking about, but neither here nor there. So we spend a lot of time talking about bereaved folks, and I am a person who is bereaved. I've lost my grandmother, my father, close friends, and lots of other family and friends as well. And so I think it's important for us to learn how to offer support to those bereaved people in our lives. And so although you might be tuned in because you yourself have lost someone and and you're dealing with your own grief, I think it can apply to you as well. And so I just want to go through this. It's not the typical format of my show, but I thought, hey, you know what? Sometimes, Jay Nicole, it is very, very helpful to just park, give some information, give the audience something that they can apply to their lives, and hopefully it's helpful. So this is about providing tangible support and tactical encouragement. And so basically, in a a nutshell, it's ways that we can encourage those people that are dealing with loss and or ourselves to deal with it and move through the journey. So help the person acknowledge past accomplishments as a way of reestablishing self-esteem. What I like about that first there is the word help, because I think a lot of times when it comes to grief and loss and helping someone navigate, we feel like we have to have the answer. It doesn't say solve, it says help. So our goal is to help the person carry their grief, not solve it as if it is a problem. Next here is affirm his or her ability to survive the current loss. That's super important. Just affirm to them their ability to survive the current loss. Hey, you know, you can make it through this. But not talking them out of where they currently are, but just small little affirmities there would definitely be helpful. Ask about his or her relationship with the deceased. Help him or her examine the special qualities and talents that endeared them to the deceased. Remind the survivor that it is normal to feel overwhelmed by the intensity of his or her feelings. I think this is so crucial. I had someone DM me the other day, and I told her, I said, hey, listen, feel how you feel. And just that little sentence, she felt so thankful because she said the people in her life weren't treating her that way. They were making her feel like she had to have it together and that she shouldn't be responding that way to her grief. And so even something as small as that to remind the survivor, and that's a key word too, that they are a survivor, that it is normal to feel overwhelmed by the intensity of his or her feelings. Also, help him or her identify feelings of loss and feel pain. Acknowledge that pain is a part of the grief experience. Wow. Reassure him or her that pain will not always be so intense. So I think instead of just saying to someone, hey, it's going to get better, and, and it kind of it kind of might seem like you're shrugging off their, their pain versus just saying that it might not be so intense always. The crisis part of the loss can subside. It may not go away. I believe it's going to be there forever as far as the pain, but the crisis part of it, the intensity can get better. So that is a really good point to reassure that to them. And none of this should be taken for granted that someone automatically knows this. Give him or her permission to cry and permission to feel relieved if he or she does experience relief. That is so important as well. I mean, I think sometimes when you start to feel better in your grief, you can also start to feel guilty that you do feel better. So to reassure them that, hey, it is okay to actually smile, 
It is okay to laugh and to feel some relief, even if momentarily. It's absolutely okay and normal to do that. So giving someone permission to cry is huge. I'm a huge advocate for tears having power. So definitely, that's a point that I certainly love. Acknowledge that setbacks do happen and remind him or her not to panic. Grief can feel like an emotional roller coaster at times, but explain that these are remnants of grief, not a signal that it is starting all over again. I love that. It is not a signal that we're starting all over again, that it can feel like an emotional roller coaster, and that's certainly fine. That is certainly fine. So I love that there will be setbacks. It's it's just a part of it. You know, it doesn't matter how many years it's been, how long it's been, it, it can definitely revert back at any moment, depending on the triggers. It could be something as small as the seasons. We're heading into the holidays soon. So many different things. So acknowledging that is huge. Grief is physically and emotionally exhausting. Encourage the bereaved to take care of themselves by eating balanced meals, drinking plenty of water, getting enough sleep, exercising regularly, and limiting alcohol and other mind-altering drugs, all of which can hinder the grief process. So sometimes our natural reaction to a friend that's in sorrow is, hey, let's go grab a drink. Hey, let's you know, have a few drinks, I'll bring over some wine or whatever the case is. And this is not shots fired. You know, I know I understand this is what people do to cope. But understand that mind altering substances, no matter if they're legal or not, can definitely play a negative part in the grief journey. I thank God every day that I've been sober through all of my losses, because I'm telling you now, I can only imagine how much more difficult this journey would be for me if alcohol was an option. So Definitely want to try to encourage positive, healthy coping mechanisms like balanced meals, drinking plenty of water, getting enough sleep, exercise, and less of the let's drink and smoke weed or whatever it is that people offer as far as mind-altering drugs go. So definitely want to keep that in mind. Encourage self-patience and patience with others who might not understand their feelings. Remind him or her to have realistic expectations about the amount of time required to heal from grief I think those two are so crucial and like I said before this is not only for you offering this to the person across the table this can be you looking at the person in the mirror and offering these same sentiments to yourself it's so important for us to have patience and to understand that it takes time and to be honest with you I don't know a realistic time frame to heal from grief and loss because I think it's a life journey and I also think your definition of healing and what that means is going to vary. So what better means to me might not mean to you. So I think you have to constantly remember that that your grief is unique to you, but definitely giving them that permission to, hey, be patient with yourself. Understand that these things take time. Encourage him or her to take one day at a time. At times, it might be easier to break the day into manageable increments, and sometimes it might not be. Suggest a slow start to normal routines by doing small customary chores like shopping. And this is really cool here. I like this. Two to three realistic goals to accomplish in six-month increments. Validating progress and setting goals provides security and a renewed control over one's life. I was just in a class last night and we were talking about how grief and, and trauma and those things can cause you to lose control. You feel like you've lost total control. 
So if you can set small goals that are attainable, that can definitely allow you to feel that security. Hey, I'm taking my life back. I'm not totally out of control. That loss was out of my control, but how I live my life every single day is totally up to me. So that goal could be something like get dressed, go for a drive, go grab a coffee. It doesn't have to be these huge, ginormous things. Those small wins are what are going to move you along and help you to feel like you're making progress on this journey. So let's definitely, definitely stick to that one. Encourage not only the bereaved person in your life that you might come across, but for yourself as well. Encourage him or her to do small things for other people to refocus attention from their own pain. I can't tell you how beneficial that's been in my life. Being able to step outside of myself and, and honestly in the morning I say, hey, you know what? God, allow me to be a blessing to someone else today. Above all else, I know you've got me, so allow me to help somebody else today. I know you've got them too, but I just love to, to help. It really helps me having a podcast, having my social media platform. Not saying you have to have either of those, but to just find a way to, hey, you know what? I'm going to focus on putting a smile on someone else's face today. And in turn, I think it will do your heart good and well and bring some joy into your life. So that is one there. Reassure him or her that it is okay to set limits with others and say, drum roll, please. No, when appropriate, it is okay to say no, especially when you're dealing with your grief. Oh my goodness. You Listen, they're normal and you're normal depending on which perspective we're taking with this, has changed, right? So even things that you had agreed to prior to the loss and you feel super committed and that you have to do it because you care about what other people are going to say or they care about what other people might say about them, you have to know that it's okay to say no unapologetically. Absolutely not. I'm not going to be able to make it. I'm no longer feeling like I want to do that. It's not going to happen. No, you can't come to my house. I won't be able to take your phone call. You have to set boundaries, okay? It's not that you don't like people or love them, but you love yourself more. And you need you right now more than they will need you. So, of course, help others, but you have to be able to say no to protect yourself. So definitely reassure them that that's okay. Don't feel guilty about it. It doesn't matter who it is. You can feel like you have to show up because that person also is dealing with a loss and they feel sad and they need you if it's like siblings or family members. But at the end of the day, your no is going to your no is going to be super crucial and a huge key on your journey and it's very very appropriate. And last one here, affirm his or her right to feel joy, hope and new relationships, none of which are disloyal to the person who has died. Wow. I've I've I'm telling you right now, I was a little apprehensive, a a little reluctant to read this list in its entirety, but I feel that it was so important and crucial to just take that step to just sit here and to just make sure that we offer as much wisdom and value that we absolutely can to our lives. And sometimes it's just a simple list and something that we definitely have to make sure that we're doing. And so hopefully this allows you to show up for that person in your life that you might not know how to offer support too, because again, grief can be so many different things, loss of job, divorce, relationships. It doesn't always have to be the loss of a loved one and also to yourself. So my goal and my prayer is that you heard something today that you can apply to your life, right? And, and help you on your journey and put into your toolbox these nuggets and also to offer to someone else 
And this is the cool thing. You don't have to remember to say all of these things. You can simply share the episode with that person and say, hey, listen, there was a couple of things here that I think might be beneficial to your life. Just hit play and there you have it. So we are stronger together. We are certainly a team. I hope that that episode was important to you and helps you out. What I want to do too, something that I've been wanting to do, but I haven't done and I think it's going to be really cool is I want to, I want to shout out our reviews. It's really important to me that we drop those reviews and why, not because it strokes my ego. I mean, let me be honest with you. I do enjoy the, the reviews, but it's because it helps us get the podcast in front of more people. And, it, and it's like anything else. If you're going to a restaurant and you look at Yelp reviews and things like that, same thing with a podcast. You'll swipe and say, oh, oh, look at the reviews. Okay, this seems like it might be good. So I want to just take time to shout out some of our reviews. So this week, this is from Elizabeth Shara. And the title is Authentic Voice for Anyone. We got a five star, so thank you for that. And this review is Jay Nicole shows that when you face and accept all your emotions associated with loss, you can be transformed in profound and wonderful ways. The pain is real and she does not sugarcoat the realities, but makes it perfectly clear that you can live a full life without leaving your loved ones hidden from view. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Shout out to you, Elizabeth. That means the world to me. And hopefully it will allow us to continue to have other people listen to the show. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please definitely hit the stars, leave us a review, and you never know. Your review might be the one getting right here on the show, and I look forward to that. Thank you so much for that. So I want to go into our inspirational boost. It's a part of our show that's very important to me. I just have a quote something thought-provoking, something relative to the content that we're talking about today. And that's sponsored by Adina J Designs. They make, create, and inspire us through decorated apparel, wood signs, custom tumblers, doormats, all of that good stuff. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Adina J Designs, A-D-E-N-A-J-A-Y-D-E-S-I-G-N-S. Like I always say, tell them I send you, say, hey, what's the grief bully discount over here? They might offer it to you. You never know, but definitely reach out. This week, our quote is, grief never ends, but it changes. It's a passage, not a place to stay. Grief is not a sign of weakness nor a lack of faith. It is the price of love. And oh my goodness, how I've felt that it is a price of love to the point where one time I I told my mom, I was like, I want to get distant from people. I don't want to play people that close because these losses hurt. They hurt, man. But I know that it's a price of love. You love hard. This is what happens. So that is our inspirational boost for today. As we wrap up this episode, I do want to go into our In Love and Memory segment. It's a part of our show that's very important to me to highlight and to acknowledge those that have gone on and and passed away, unfortunately. And so this week, actually, I want to say our In Love and Memory is going to go out to a young man named Derek Scott. And I don't know Derek personally at all, but I do know his brother, Darian Scott, and Kev Rogers, a.k.a. And so for me, recently seeing this loss on social media, it broke my heart. And I know that I'm an empathetic person, but I had Kev on the show many months back and just his light and his joy for life, his wisdom beyond his years. And so for me, it really broke my heart to see that his spirit could be broken and that this could be something that could really become a roadblock for him. Now, he is a warrior and he has has been showing tremendous resilience in the early stages here. But I want him to have our love. 
I want him and his family to have the love from the Grief Bully podcast, knowing that we are standing in solidarity with them, that they absolutely have our prayers, and that I want him to know, I want Kev to know, that I'm one phone call away. Is anything that I can do to be a support? We absolutely will. He's a great person. It seems like he had a great family, and his brother seems like he was an amazing person. So our In Love and Memory segment goes out to Derek Scott this week from Collinswood, New Jersey, and hope that they receive our love with this episode and this short tribute that we were able to do here. It reminds me of this. Life is absolutely short, and we need to love on our people as much as we possibly can. We don't know when that last moment is going to be, and so let's just carry ourselves the rest of this week with so much love, so much joy, and where we can find forgiveness that will allow us to have more peace within ourselves and harmony with our family, our friends, and our loved ones. That's what we want to do today. Listen, guys, it has been another Another phenomenal episode. I love hanging out the most on social media over on Instagram. You all know that. So I definitely want to encourage you to follow me there at I underscore AM underscore J Nicole. Guys, till next time, you already know. Love and light. Peace. (music) 